0: is dedicated to the memory of Kyogen Carlson, the Zen teacher of Dharma Rain Center in Portland, Oregon, who died suddenly of a heart attack this week at the age of 65. Kyogen was a... uh, remarkable and exemplary figure in american zen even though his name is not widely known he is not famous outside the circle of zen zen community or zen teachers his own training in history reflects an important development and transition in American Zen. After he graduated uh, from the University of California in Berkeley, I believe he went straight into the monastery of uh, Mount Shasta in California, run by a rather idiosyncratic Soto teacher named Jiyu Kennett, a British woman who trained in Japan, and came back to America to establish a Japanese-style monastery that was quite strict and ascetic in its practice. Yogan and his wife practiced there for a decade I believe or so and then were given permission to teach and had estab- begun to establish the center Portland but this teacher had the idea that the rules really weren't strict enough and she decided that anyone who wanted to be a monk needed to be celibate or disrobe. So they were forced to separate from her lineage and go their own way establishing the, their center in Portland. But it became an important juncture in American Zen turning away from the ideal of establishing a purely Japanese monastic training center towards bringing Zen into the community and into lay life, training both potential priests and lay people. And Kyogen, I think, was very early on one of the few teachers who really put teaching lay people on an equal footing with uh, treating monastics. Uh, For most people in my and his generation, when we came up, uh, teachers who taught lay people were happy to spread the Dharma that way, but the idea was pretty pervasive that. If you were a lay student, if you were really serious, if you really got it then you would become a priest and you would uh, at some point become a a residential student that the lay teaching was sort of a feeder system to the real thing Kyogen really established a Zen community that was a genuine community that valued the lay people equally and he was one of the first, if not the first, traditional Soto teacher in America to give full Dharma transmission to uh, a lay student. Kyogen was important to me in another way, as much for what he wasn't as for what he was. I met him, I think, the first time I went to an American Zen Teachers Association meeting, maybe back in 2000 or so. And I was very interested to see a collection of uh, American Zen masters gathered in this room, you know, all these exotic and charismatic people. (coughs) But at that meeting, there was just one guy who was sitting uh, at the computer, uh, busy take, uh, taking notes as secretary. And he was the most nondescript person in the room. He looked like someone had brought the accountant in, you know. Uh, the least charismatic person I had ever seen. Uh, And Kyogen had that kind of simple, direct, totally uncharismatic, ordinary nature that um, is very important in the transformation of what we imagine Zen to be and what we imagine a Zen master to be. I think we often do not realize the extent to which we are simultaneously inspired and entrapped by our pictures of enlightenment and what a Zen master is. And many teachers, particularly Asian teachers for American students, had a kind of unattainable, charismatic quality that made them very inspiring but also incredibly distant and possessing something seemingly unattainable. And a lot of the first generation of American teachers, some of whom trained in Japan, cultivated that kind of aura of unattainable specialness which could be very inspiring but equally daunting to students it's the kind of idealization that um, Hegel refers to as unhappy consciousness you preserve an inspirational ideal but one that is forever outside of yourself forever on the horizon something you can always see out in the distance and chase but never, never attain and it's almost by definition qualitatively different from who or what you are now some teachers as a kind of skillful means can play with their students fantasies and idealizations and make them wrestle with them to like Jacob with the angel to finally make their own what seems to be impossibly distant but I think too often teachers consciously or unconsciously settled happily into the mode of I've got it and you don't and perpetuated that that kind of debilitating idealization uh, over decades and I think Kyogen having himself been trained by a rather Autocratic, idiosyncratic, charismatic character uh, of a teacher instinctively went in another direction, allowing his own ordinariness to be inseparable from his teaching. His was a style that said to students you already have it, we need to cultivate it and bring it out. Not, I've got it, you you don't, and you have to sit at my feet forever. In true Soto fashion, he taught that the enlightenment that we think we're seeking is constantly available and present in our sitting and that we have to learn to trust and settle into it and draw from it. It's not some special state of consciousness that we have to pursue and pursue through ever more ascetic or rigorous practice. he wrote a little book called Zen and the American Grain taking his title from William Carlos Williams and very much wanted to find a way to maintain the essence of his Soto training but within life of a modern American community not creating a monastery secluded on a mountaintop where practice is available only to a select elite who are willing to give up everything to practice but at the base of that mountain in the marketplace making then part of our everyday life. His legacy is deep and wide. You will be missed.